You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions. And the news keeps uh, coming in yep. here in the National Football League. For source, Stacey Dales is actually pretty hot. Stacey Dale Schumann from uh, Brockville. Yeah, she's Star at the Oklahoma Lady Sooners. I like her. Yeah, she's actually really good. Stacey Dales reports Jordy Nelson's been uh, cut, released uh, by the Green Bay Packers. Oh, my God. Over under five minutes before he signs with the New England Patriots. <laughs> they lose Amendola to Miami. Yeah, Amendola call. goes to Miami. They replace him with a new wide, uh, wide receiver. Sounds and Jordy pretty- Nelson. I guarantee this. Yeah. Aren't they? Uh, no, I guarantee. No, yeah. Guarantee Patriots. Oh, yeah. Jordy Nelson. Yeah, dude, he's going to go. What, what they say? Going after Jimmy Graham as well? That's annoying. Yeah, that's uh, is that is that what the Green Bay Packers are doing? Oh my God! Yeah, the Green Bay Jimmy Graham. Yeah, it's official. He's, wow, it's official. Yeah. Oh God! Yeah, that was on the table. Yikes! Uh, it's a nice. Uh, it's I don't know though. You know what does Jordy Nelson have left in him? Man, the guy's good, but he's yeah, all, he's he, always hurt. He's been around for At a long Florio, time. Florio, you know this from a fantasy perspective. You can't trust this guy anymore in a season-long team. You just can't do it. No. Let's bring in uh, big man on campus. Oh, are you there, Florio? I thought he was just about yeah. to say something. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> All right, yeah. his yeah, his audio's cutting in. Okay, right. no problem. Right. We're not throwing it to you anymore, Florio. I got. It's funny you mentioned that. I have Jordy Nelson in a keeper league, so now decisions happen. Well, he might. Yeah, he goes to the Patriots, gonna catch like a million passes yeah. in the slot now. Yeah, it depends. Let's depends. bring in. Let's bring in a big man on campus who's been crushing the college basketball hardwood all year, and he's just uh, he he has just been signed uh, by the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, they're looking for a tight end, uh, big man. Do you think you can handle the load? I think I can. Uh, yeah, I would definitely love to play for my hometown team. Yes. I actually have a walkthrough tomorrow. We're going to do a little uh, me and Carson. He's going to sit in his wheelchair. He's going to throw to me. Yeah, we're going to be good. Yeah, yeah. And it's I, think, gonna, I thought Big Man's more of a lineman, like me, Gabe. Uh, big, big Man. There's going to be a movie. There's going to be a movie, Invincible Two, oh. with Jeff Nadeau. <laughs> it rhymes. <laughs> the Jeff Nadeau story. <laughs> yeah, I was a lifelong Eagles fan when they won the Super Bowl. The last thing I ever thought was to be suiting up for them next year. But you know, here I am. <laughs> Actually, I, I don't. I, I used to live right down the street from the bar that they filmed that at. One of the bars uh, is literally a block north. So, so I how true is? How accurate is that story? Uh, it's it, it's 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 accurate as far as the person, but Vince Papali never lived in South Philadelphia ever. He was from uh, from Delaware County, so okay, so he's uh, not really a local. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. The whole movie was kind of it was kind of drummed up because South Philly was way more interesting than than crummy Delaware County. You know what was that other movie where Tony Danza was the garbage man and kicker, the Philadelphia yeah, garbage sure. man kicker? Yeah, remember yeah. that one? <laughs> I remember that movie, yeah, when I was real young, yeah. Garbage yeah, still go kicking phenomenon or whatever. Yeah, that's right. He was a garbage man and the Eagles kicker on the side. Yeah, man, the Eagles, yeah. are like, you guys like the movies. They right? sure do. He actually wore, he wore like a work boot. That's how he kicked. <laughs> He's actually a high school teacher now. Danza? Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. He is the boss. He'll soon be packing heat, but oh, that, that, that's another story. Yeah. <laughs> so, big man, over under on... Uh, over under on uh, Jordy Nelson signing with the Patriots. If, you know, the Packers just let him go like a half hour ago. Yeah, I imagine he's already on the phone. You go from Aaron Rodgers to Tom Brady. 
I mean, the the New England Patriots like uh, white wide receivers, like the Kardashian, like black basketball players. Very true. A lot. <laughs> and you know, he'll he'll get signed within an hour, and he'll never get injured again. He'll probably be like the one of the best receivers ever. You know, he'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. I would say in an hour. It's true. It's the magic touch. Ever since Victor Kayam from Remington like sold the team and Robert Kraft got involved, like these guys can't do any wrong, even though you, yeah, I'm glad you guys happened. knocked them down. Victor Kayam, yeah. he was the one who said, yeah. I like the team so much, much I, I bought, bought them. them. Yeah, Victor Kayam, Remington Shavers. That's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, the, the guy, Big Man, used to be Remington. The old like yeah. electric shavers used to be big. Well, yeah, and he did the old. I like the Remington so, so much, much I bought them. Exactly. I already bought the Patriots. I like the team so much I bought them. They were horrible when he owned them. Yeah, Victor Kayan. <laughs> he was and a, now look at them. <laughs> I know. He was a hustler. He sure was. You see, uh, Kraft's, uh, Kraft's 38-year-old friend had a baby. I know. Friend. <laughs> How old is he now in his 70s? What, what a guy, man. What a guy. It's probably like really like Gronkowski's baby. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's sorry, my sorry. That's a good one. Gronk's baby. Well, Kraft, 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 baby Gronk. You know, big man like Kraft. Kraft can't get it up and stop. Right, Gronk, hey, Gronk help me out. I'll, I'll handle it, yeah. sir. I'll handle it. Tap you know what I mean? Tap me in there. Kraft. Also, speaking of Gronk, guys, I, and this is another thing how the Patriots really, nothing ever bad happens to them. I don't know if you guys ever saw this, but have you guys ever seen when Rob Gronkowski was at that. Uh, it was like one of those. Um, I think it might have been for David Ortiz. It was like a, a roast uh, of some sort, and they basically had Gronk on stage, and he was just spouting, spouting off all these Jewish jokes and racial jokes, and it was never picked up by anyone. I don't know how, but it, I feel like why wasn't that pass. picked up at all? He gets a free pass yeah. for everything. He's he like could that, step. Yeah. Well, even look, he like, stepped on the guy. And, uh, yeah, the white. Right. He, he could have crippled the guy. Every other athlete goes out for a drink, yeah. smokes a bong, big man. You ever notice? It's like the end of the world. People freak out. Rob Gronkowski, yeah. like you said, the guy's crushing like beers on yeah. on floats. He's got like thirteen naked chicks around him. Like, look at Elliot. Elliot goes to Mardi Gras. Oh, look at him. He's with naked yeah. chicks on a float. Rob Gronkowski yeah. goes on a cruise with a bunch of bimbos, and people are like, he's so cool. Yep. You know, he's so cool. Different strokes for different folks. You said it. Yeah. All right. So let's jump into some college basketball. I, 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 I'm going to go out of limb and well, I wonder why. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's, <laughs> Good point. Uh, Great right, question so, there. Yeah. yeah so let's, uh, let's, let's jump in uh, here, big man. What, what's the tip off? Is it 640 Eastern? Yeah. 640, yes. That was when we get it all going here. A couple hours. 640 Eastern. So. We were, we were talking Malinsky earlier. This seems to be a classic case. You know, the so-called sharps jump in on Radford here. I, how much How much do you buy into the RPI stuff, big man? And, you know, do you look at that stuff? I mean, the fact is, if we're looking at RPI, Long Islander, like 251 or something, and what is, uh, what's Radford? Like 100 and, I think it was 150 or whatever it was. Radford played a tougher schedule, all the, all the metrics and numbers point, but it's up to six points uh, right now. This isn't the best LIU basketball team. Uh, but this is a classic case, uh, big man, of up-tempo against a team that wants to slow it down. Uh, so what's your take on this one? Yeah, I, I think it's a fascinating game. And I, you look at a game like this, I, I just – you know, and to answer your question, LAU Brooklyn does have a, a less uh, – their schedule's not as good for sure. But I, I look at – you know, it's really a clash in styles kind of game, but I think LAU is the better team. I actually wondered with this number why they were a favorite to begin with, Radford. I think – as far as rankings, I think they're the worst team in this tournament. I don't think they have any business here. And the only reason they have business here is because a redshirt freshman hit a three against a better team. <laughs> uh, in a great app. Yeah. But you have to wonder, I mean, 
Are they just happy to be here? LAU is a team that's been here before. They made the tournament two years ago. They actually went and beat Wagner in Wagner uh, as a nine-point underdog outright. I mean, that's this is a team that knows what they're doing. They're well coached under Derek Kellogg. They press. They know how to handle presses. And Bradford will press game, but their goal is to limit transition and make you play in the half court. I still think LAU is good enough in the half court. Um, I think they'll find a way to win. As far as the number moving, people ask me this all the time. I bet this at three and a half on Sunday because I thought it was a good number, and then it goes up to six. I don't have a crystal ball. I can't tell you why. Um, I guess sharps like Radford, but Gabe, you know, I I think I'm just as sharp as anyone else. Uh, So I'm confident where I'm at. I think they'll win, LAU. Sharp's a relative term. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's one of those exactly. things. Because yeah. right, right, right. You, you, you gamble. You're a sharp? No. You know what sharp is? When you win money consistently gambling. That's my, like, that's, I have a real problem with my, sharps and squares. That's one of the things that I hate the most yeah. when these handicapper guys, and some of my guests do it. Well, the sharps. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's square and the sharps. Like, whatever, man. You look at the NFL the I last couple of years, big man. Look at the NFL. What I think of that. So. Yeah, yeah. Look, uh, look at the, look at the NFL last couple of years. Look at the guy that won the Vegas mm-hmm. Super Contest. Worked at Starbucks. What was your strategy? Yeah. I don't know. I bet on the good teams and I bet against the bad teams. That was his strategy. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> he said, "I don't know." He's like Cleveland never seemed to cover, yeah. so I bet against them every week. And, and the guy in like, place is like a, a farmer or something. Yeah, like, it was. Something. And he's like, "Yeah, I was Dak Prescott's rookie." He's like that Dak Prescott guy kept killing it every week, and you know, I just I just rode that. And like you said, you got all the other guys crunching numbers, selling picks, mocking all square pick. I would never lay ten points in a football game. It's like, yeah, well, I would good, never good, not, good. Bet, not bet on the Browns every week. Yeah, you you hear that? You know the deal, big man. You know the deal. So. Um, the total 137 in this game should get there. Or do you think it's going to be right around that number tonight? Uh, I think it's uh, – here's the question, Gabe. I think if you like LAU, I think the game has to go over because LAU yeah, is going to have yeah. to score the basketball. It's if you correlated. like the under, I, I think you're going to correlate and say that Radford will win because Radford's goal in this game is going to limit possessions. They basically want you as a defense, and they're on defense, they want you to basically – use up 10, 14 seconds of the shot clock before you get into your set. And before you know it, you're putting up a bad shot. That's their goal on defense. But I think LAU's good enough against the press to be able to handle that. And they've had some time to prepare here, I think. It's a low enough yeah. number, Cam. I'm going to go over the yeah, it, should, it should be able to get over 137. Let's talk about the sexy game there, big man. St. Bonaventure and UCLA. The Bonnie's struggling down the stretch. They're dealing with some injuries. And, hey, UCLA a little bit of underachieving. Uh, 154 and a half. And UCLA minus three. Gabe and I were talking. It almost feels kind of like a, a trap line situation there. I, I, I don't know. UCLA has better athletes. I'm but St. Bonaventure is going to work harder, big man. Yeah, they're definitely going to work hard. And they're... Mobley and Adams are really good. They're really good guards. But the, the problem, Cam, that I have with this Bonaventure team is, first of all, they play in a, a poor conference. The A-10 was not good this year. Second of all, I don't know if they have a third scoring option. If Courtney Stocker doesn't play, I, I think they're going to have a lot of trouble. They're screwed if he doesn't because, play. He's, yeah, they're they, screwed. They yeah, they don't have it. He's their third scoring option. He was very good down the stretch uh, for them. And you also got to keep in mind, they don't have much on the block. Their front court is pretty weak, and I think that's one way Welsh, Goleman, Chris Wilkes, all those guys, they should have pretty big games. And I think their guard plays good enough to definitely handle Mobley Adams. I just think it's an athleticism kind of thing here. Uh, they'll try to keep a minute. I think for St. Bonaventure to win, 
they're going to have to score 50 points combined or more. I, I just – I don't know they have enough to, to – I mean, UCLA is really talented. They could be a team that could win a game or two or three just because if you get Florida in the next round, I think they're beatable Florida if you're UCLA. They've had a trying year, but I think – it's kind of gotten all together here for them now, and I think they'll beat Bonaventure in cover. I think they'll win by seven to ten points. It's tough to find information on. Uh, it's funny, I, me and Cam were looking up earlier. I'm like, what's the local newspaper? Alamegi. 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 Yeah, yeah, 2,000 people, but they get a little coverage in Buffalo. But it looks like Stockard's going to play, but they will be without their second leading rebounder tonight. That, that's one deal. They got a little bit beat up. I just think the talent gap is going to be a little bit too much uh, tonight uh, for, for these keep, guys. Keep I don't mind, guys. They have a, there's a paper in Olean, which is where uh, this school is, Olean, New York. It's called the Olean Times-Herald. They, they actually focus solely on St. Bonaventure just because it is the only thing. And they do do Bill stuff as well. But it, it, their, their paper is saying that Stockard is uncertain. So I think, it, you know, obviously this is what's great about Twitter now. I mean, you can find this stuff. If he plays – you got to hope he can give you something, but in these kind of games, he, he might just be rushing back. I can't remember my parents' anniversary, but we remember St. Bonaventure's and Olean. Like, un- unbelievable. It's, it's, it's just it's ridiculous. Gabe and I were talking about, like, these smalls. We were like, yeah, that's where it is, Olean. Yeah, we were, we were looking for some information. Good stuff there, big man. I, I don't know. I don't know. This line just is screaming out to me, though. There's just something weird about it. When I see weird stuff, i got to get over it. Just take the better team. But I think UCLA should be favored by maybe, like, five and a half or six in this basketball game, not three. Yeah, no, you're you're definitely on it. I think you're definitely right in that aspect. I mean, it is a bit of a low number, but um, you know they open this number at like two and a half, three. I, I guess it's you know the the fact that maybe books don't trust UCLA. Um, you know, obviously Reese by St. Bonaventure played well, but we have to remember this was not a good conference. Other than you know, basically uh, Rhode Island. I mean, wh- what did you really have in this conference? Dayton was bad this year. St. Joe's was down. LaSalle was down. I mean, this was a pretty bad conference overall. So speaking of which, Rhode Island and Oklahoma is the first game up on Thursday morning. You know, Oklahoma shouldn't be in this uh, tournament. Uh, Rhode Island, I didn't like – I don't like how they played uh, down the stretch. I don't know if they were tired. I don't know how much of a distraction it is, this Hurley stuff uh, that he's going to leave. Um, I got to believe that Hurley's good enough that he can, can suck this up. I think they were just a little tired. They weren't desperate. The desperation wasn't there, and they were playing against a lot of desperate basketball teams uh, as well. But I didn't like that loss that they had. Um, but, you know, without being stated, they're two-point favorites against Oklahoma, one-man operation. And the thing with Trey Young is he just keeps shooting. Like, if it's, the shot's not falling, Cam, it's not like he's, oh, I'm going to take it to the rack and sort of, nope. and you know, get my confidence back. Chuck, chuck, chuck. Yeah, he keeps chucking it, and he gets down, and you can tell on his body language. You know, he, I, I, Rhode Island and all those guards just should be too much for Oklahoma, in my opinion, uh, big man. I got to like the Rams here. Yeah, th- this is one where I, I kind of want to go against common thinking. I mean, I think most of the public better out there will look back and think that because Oklahoma barely got in, they won't cover the number because of that. That has nothing to do with the actual tournament itself. Do I think they're lucky to get in? Yeah, of course I do. But I we can't. We can't. We, we can't discount the but, fact that they are like four and eleven in their last fifteen games. Outright, sure, right? Sure. Right? Yeah. No, I guess, and you're totally right. I guess my whole thing on it would be kind of like, you know, when you're near, when you have like a near death experience, you might like. Let's say you commit a murder and you get off. 
you're, yeah, you're probably going to yeah. be a little bit more inclined to to not do anything stupid again. So you don't. Well, I don't know. What about? I think you might be inclined to murder again. Yeah. What about OJ? He got off with murder <laughs> well, yeah, and went to start. OJ, <laughs> OJ's obviously a, an odd. A bad example. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that was a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> but, but remember, it wasn't him. It was that Charlie guy or whatever the guy's name. Char- is. Charlie. Charlie. Uh, whatever that guy's name was. But yeah, overall, I I do think you're right in a way. But it's hard for me just because I do think a lot of the the betting public will be on Rhode Island. You, you're right. He didn't play well down the stretch. They had issues defensively. There was a lack of seemingly they didn't care in that A-10 tournament. I thought once the, they kind of almost lost to, in the semis, I thought they'd kind of really get it going in the finals. And they, they still struggled in that game. Um, uh, yeah, we I don't know. A break. Trey, Young could, Trey Young could go off. I'll pass. It's kind of a pass for me. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Now, level two continues. Game time decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio. The Tony Sincata will join us. Huge DFS slate tonight. Yeah, Huge. Ma- yeah massive. Uh, Cam got some golf. Golf. NHL, NBA. NBA. NHL. Everything. We're loaded. We have more breaking news uh, in the NFL. The Patriots have uh, signed NFL referee uh, Carl Paganelli to a three-year contract <laughs> worth a reported $12 million. <laughs> And <laughs> that's, so, that's so good. And, I love this guy. He's the best. Yeah, NFL, he, he was the NFL memes. <laughs> NFL memes on, on Twitter is just killing it. He's the guy with the Sam Bradford yeah. ambulance, too. He's, yeah. he's on fire. Pa- Patriot sign uh, NFL referee Carl <laughs> Pagnelli, uh, big man to a three-year deal. You know, now that you know Ed Hockley, they need to replace Ed yes. Hockley, big man. Advisor to uh, Bill Belichick as well. So, uh, that's, yeah, interesting. Interesting move there. I didn't see it coming. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, all right, let's jump into some of these other games. We talked about the first game up uh, off the board. What catches your eye in the, in the early games out of the gate? We've got Oklahoma, Rhode Island, Wright State, and Tennessee. Totals 132 in that game. Might be a little bit uh, low. Uh, Greensboro and, uh, and the Zags, that one's 12 and a half. Kansas and Penn, remember the old days, uh, big man, you know, the one seeds used to be like 34-point favorites. This is actually the second lowest one seed favorite in the history of the tournament. I believe it was Oral Roberts got 12 against Memphis in like 2012, I think it was. So uh, only 14 uh, there, Kansas and Penn, total 146. Duke lays 19.5 to Iona. I know, Cam, you're just, you You want to do it. I know you want to take the gales, buddy. I, I, I don't know, though. It's tough. <laughs> we, talk, we talked about impulse control, impulse control. Yeah. We're going to be in Vegas, too. Oh, look at all those points. Loyola, Chicago, Miami's a trendy game that a lot of the hipsters seem to be on the uh, on Loyola, Chicago. So where do you want to start, big man? What catches your eye in the early slate here? 
Yeah, I got a couple here. Uh, the Iona-Duke game, I think this total looks a little too low. I, I think with Duke, Begley should have a field day down low. I, there's nothing much down in that front court for Iona. And if you notice, they seem to always get very tough matchups. As they did last year against Oregon. They got completely run out of the gym. I think they should have some success, though, scoring as well. As we know, Duke not a particularly good defensive team. Iona loves to go quick. They'll – it's not like they can slow down here. They're going to almost have to kind of score with uh, with uh, Duke. They're kind of like a team in, in soccer where you might try to sit up defensively and maybe not allow a goal. They're going to have to go for it. They, they can't sit back and try to defend because Duke will pick them apart. I think the over looks pretty good here. As far as um, Loyola, Miami, I think it is a trendy pick, but i got to tell you, Gabe – I've said since this, since they really won the uh, Missouri Valley, they just remind me of a typical Missouri Valley team. They look a lot like the old Butler team with Brad Stevens at the helm, that team that went to the national title game. I'm not saying they're going to do that, but this is a very efficient basketball team with a star in Clayton Custer. They're also very good defensively. And you got to remember – this conference produced Creighton, it produced uh, Butler, it's produced Wichita, it's produced Northern Iowa. This might be the next big thing out in the Missouri Valley. Porter Moses, a young coach, a lot like Stevens was, and Greg Marshall, and you know all those guys. I like this team. They're really efficient on both sides of the ball. And the problem that I have with Miami is, since Bryce Brown went out, they don't have a guard that I trust. Jaquan Newton's been... Up and down this season. I like Lonnie Walker, but he's kind of a, a tweener three. Yeah. Um, is he ready for a load like this? Um, I they just, do play good defense, think, though. They do play good they defense. Do. They do. They're tough I just kids. don't think and it's a great matchup. Larinaga's been here, done this before. We know Cam. He's had success. Remember with George Mason in the past? Exactly. They went deep. is a good uh, tournament uh, coach. Um, uh, we'll let Cam fire off some games here. But one, one game I just want to throw out there. I don't even know when it is. I think it might even be on Friday. But that Texas Nevada game is an interesting one, isn't it? That that's that's a that's a tough matchup right there. Yeah, it's on a Friday. It's it's basically a coin flip. But I, I got to be honest. I don't know that it's as it's for me as difficult as might you might think. Muhammad like Bama's back. Yeah, I like Texas. I do, too. Yeah. I do, too. Bama's back. I just said that, uh, big man, because I didn't want you to think I was jumping on a pick. So I threw no, it out there. No, I, no I, I agree with you here, Gabe, and I, I know you wouldn't do that. You're not that kind of guy. But Bama's <laughs> back. I think he's an athletic nightmare for, for Nevada. Nevada has some great players, but I'm not sure they have anyone to match up with him. And they don't have a point guard, Nevada. Their point guard's out for the year with an injury. That's a concern as well. You know, I like Shaka Smart. He, he's – Continuing to build at that program, they've done it with injuries. They've done it with a kid with cancer. Um, I think they'll beat Nevada. Nevada just kind of showed their their weaknesses against San Diego State, and I think Bob will have a big game, and uh, no point guard will hurt there. Shaka Smart, wherever he like, the guy's just wicked. Whatever he works with, the guy Great. turns to gold. He's just so so sure. good at what he does. Speaking of yeah, San Diego State, I was telling Gabe about uh, the the Aztecs getting four against Houston. I know the Cougars are, are a very dangerous team. Tight game against Cincinnati, but I don't know. Uh, getting four with the Aztecs seems to be jumping out at me. What do you think, big man? I, I, I have a tough time with that, Cam, just because I, I do wonder how can the are the Aztecs going to continue to shoot like they did in that Mountain West tournament? They really kind of hit their stride. 
Um, they're kind of a weird team because they look so poor at times this year, and then they just kind of got it going in the in the conference title game uh, and in the semifinal. I, I don't know. I don't trust that they'll be able to shoot as good. Uh, Houston is really athletic and really good. I think they can that win a game or two. That great kid's pretty good, man. That great point guard kid's pretty good. Oh, yeah, yeah, great. yeah, yeah. Great you know, big man, you're I right think- about San Diego State. Yeah, the thing is, and it's pissed me off because I'm actually a closet Aztec fan. Yeah, I usually cheer for him too. You know, and of course, you know, the, I'm a Fisher guy, and Dutcher there is the is you know he was with the Fab Five, etc. Something to keep your eye on too if you can get some of that tournament magic uh, going. But it just sort of pissed me off because I'm with you, big man. I never really believe in them. I'm like, yeah, they're one of those wiry, rangy teams. They can't really shoot. You know, they go through these funks where they can't score. But we can't deny they're like 9-1 and one against the spread in the last 10, and I've left them on the freaking table a lot, big man. It's starting to piss me off. <laughs> and that's the thing this year. They've really kind of transformed into a re- real good offensive team. With Dutcher coming in, they've sped up the tempo. They're not Ever since Kawhi Leonard left, they struggled to score. They were just that half-court, 58-point-a-game defensive team. But, yeah, I, I just wonder if that shooting can continue. That That's a bit of a concern for me, but – you know, look, Rob Gray's good. I saw Houston live uh, a couple weeks ago, and they, over the last two months of the season, they just were just battering teams. I mean, just really, really solid. And Kelvin Sampson's done a great job. I, I don't, I, I don't want to. Uh, Could, Could be a little I, tired. Could be a little tired. Sorry, big. And I hate ahead. those teams. I hate those teams, Gabe. That I've often said this one thing to look for. Try to stay away from teams that make a run in their conference tournament and lose in the final. That that's a uh, that's a tough spot, and you look yeah, the way Houston yeah, lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't particularly good either. Well, that referee should be ashamed of himself to decide yeah. that game like that. That was disgusting. Um, it's an obvious pick, and I know. Listen, you know, no one's been a bigger fan of Mike Dom than, than you have all year, big man, and going back <laughs> yeah. to last year as well. But they're getting eight, and I know it's a trendy pick. I got to be honest with you; I'm actually surprised there's not more people jumping on this. Because when I when I when people ask what I like, I was like, well. I'm not very original with this one, but give me the Jackrabbits plus yeah, the eight. Jackrabbits. But I'm surprised. You know, not everyone's running to the window to bet this, big man. The line's not plummeting. It was eight and a half. It came to eight. What, what do you make of this one? And I got to tell you, I'm not either. I love Mike Dom. There's no one in the country that's pushed him more than I have. I think he's a gem. He's done things that not many people have been able to ever do at this level. Um, and he's done it in a fairly quick matter, but I just don't see it here. I don't see South Dakota State. We, we've kind of put them on some pedestal that they're good and they win all the time. They, they don't win. They, they've went to the tournament and lost both times over the last six, seven years. Um, the conference they play in is incredibly bad defensively. You look at the step-up games this year they played, they got absolutely worked in those games. Ohio State is really athletic, and Bates-Diop is a, a lot different than facing uh, – Oral Roberts and Western <laughs> Illinois on a regular basis. I, I think I, I look on, at man. this game a lot like Virginia, UNC Wilmington last year. A lot of I think a lot of people, if I can remember correctly, jumped on Wilmington at, at seven eight, and I think they ended up losing by double digits. So I look at that one. I think Ohio State will advance. Could I see a cover? Dom's that good; he can keep them in it. He's going to have to drop thirty five, though. I think. Hey, big man. I like the over in that game. Lots of points. Yeah, yeah, there's going to be points in that game. An intriguing game, Gabe. You're, you're at NC State and Seton Hall. Fun yeah, game. Yeah, it should be a fun game. But uh, T- T- NC State kind of disappo- disappointed in the tournament. Seton Hall, you never know what you're going to get Cam, with these guys. Seton Hall have three guys, Cam, three guys that are going to be in the tournament yeah. for the third consecutive year. And that's a that's a huge advantage. And they're what are they laying, two and a half? I think it comes into play. For the record, big man, I'm on the Pirates in this game. What's your take? 
No, I, there's probably not a team I like more in the country than Seton Hall. I, I mean, other than Temple, which they, I root for them. But I, I love Seton Hall. I'm a, I love this team. I've loved them for two, three years now. I think they're of course make a you run. love I them, think, big man. They're a bunch of like hot-headed brothers and Puerto Ricans from the Bronx. Bronx yeah. That's why yeah. I like yeah. them. <laughs> like that's and there's it's like it's their me. it's their strength and it's their weakness. We, yeah, true. Because remember, big man, a couple of years ago, I remember even saying. Watching, I was like, man, if you kids would stop fighting with each other and pointing fingers and sort of imploding like a streetball team, you could be good. And they they have, and they're the type of kids like Desi and Rodriguez, Desi Rodriguez yeah. and stuff. Type of kids they're going to step up in big moments, and this is a big moment. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. I mean, Carrington's from Brooklyn, Desi Rodriguez from the Bronx. Uh, I think uh, you know Delgado's from you know. North Jersey. I mean, it's just a just <laughs> great team. I mean, you got to root for guys like that. I I like them. I think if as of week is out for Kansas long term, I think they could beat Kansas in the second round. Ooh. I'm very high on Seton Hall. I, I think they're like you said, they're a veteran team. They need Desi Rodriguez back though. He's been injured. I think he'll be back. Uh, they face a lot of up tempo styles, so NC State's not going to be a surprise. I like Kevin Keats. These are two real good coaches here, and Keats has done a great job at NC State, but. That whole senior lane thing, that's something I really like. And we know this team plays in big games, man, all the time, Seton Hall, at the Garden, all these different places. Exactly. Uh, they're not going to they're, they're not gonna get, get you know, scared about this opportunity. So you're saying if this bracket was mixed martial arts or boxing, we're all over the Pirates then. Is that is how, I mean, how, can like like a team, <laughs> how can you not like a team that has a guy named Sandro Mamukalifshavili? <laughs> how can you not handle. like a guy like that? Tbilisi, uh, Georgia. That's a great place to be from. I, I guess our local team is the the Buffalo Bulls. Bulls, yeah, the Bulls. That's our yeah, that's our like, proximity to Mercy Studios here. Yeah, that's right. Like <laughs> the Buffalo Bulls, and that's that's like the local TV coverage as well. The yeah. Buffalo Bulls party, and it's too bad for mm -hmm. Buffalo because they're a good team. You talk about a team with a bunch of big dudes that can push the tempo and athletic guys. Buffalo's done a great job getting athletes there. They they weren't this athletic in the past. You brought it up earlier, Cam, uh, to me about just it's too bad for it's just sort of a tough matchup for them against Arizona. Exactly. I want to take them. But Buffalo's playing with house money, and they're just going to bomb away in this game. What do you make of this one uh, with Zona laying eight and a half? Yeah, they've, done a, they've done a real nice job up there. You're, you're totally right. And I, I think I'm more or less looking at the total in this game. I think the over looks pretty good here. I'm not sure that anyone in the country right now can stop Aiton. Uh, they shouldn't have any trouble scoring here. Buffalo's not exactly a, a defensive team, and Buffalo goes very fast. I think they're 17th in tempo in the country. Uh, the one concern that I have with Arizona in this tournament is their inability to guard dribble penetration, though they've done pretty well of it lately, but these, these kids in Buffalo, they like to attack the basketball uh, into the, uh, the lane and, and score you know, down the lane. That could be something that they'll struggle with. If you look back to early in the season, that was one of Arizona's issues. I'm looking towards a higher-scoring game here. Um, I, again, it's just a tough matchup. Kent State actually got, I believe, Arizona last year as well. So the MAC has gotten these two teams a couple times, and uh, it's just a tough matchup. But I, I'd like the over more than the side here. For the record, Sevilla is uh, final right now, 2-1 over Man U. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what five. a disgrace. I am, I've am. i had it with United. I've had it. I hate that team. What a bunch of wankers. I hate that team. Wankers. Uh, Roma. Roma 1-0 over uh, Shakhtar. 1-0. One, one, one nice is, is, is the game going to extra time, Gabe? Full time. I'm sitting. Listen to this. And it's aggregate 1-1 yeah. one, one now. 
It's going extra time. I'm sitting on Roma to win in penalties at 41. Whoa. At 41? Oh, my God. Good thing you're getting off the air with us in three minutes so you can figure out a little hedge situation. (laughs) Hedge, 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 (laughs) if you want. Um, I think I'll just... We didn't talk about Gabe. I was going to ask big men about Davidson and Kentucky. Like that's a that's a on the Thursday slate. That's like a huge game. Davidson wins their conference. Glad you brought that up. That's another twelve five. So everyone talks yeah. about these twelve five upsets all the time. Twenty four and twelve against the spread since two thousand nine. The twelve versus five. Yep. That's a twelve five game. South Dakota, Ohio State's a twelve five game. Murray State, the Racers. Murray State and West Virginia's twelve five and a Davidson, uh, uh, Kentucky. What's your take on Davidson and Kentucky? Uh, I think it's a. Uh... It's always going to be a tough matchup. I don't think Kentucky will lose. Uh, they need to come into this game. This is just the kind of opponent that could screw Kentucky up. I mean, they're you know they're they're well aware of the athleticism here. I think they're pretty athletic in general, though. With Aldridge, they've really improved defensively this year. And they're again, Bob McKillop's teams are generally not afraid of these big teams. They're a real good mid major. I I just. I don't have a lot of on Kentucky right now. I think they're headwise in a weird spot. It's a tough bracket. Their coach is obviously pissed off about it. They got to travel pretty far. Um, it could be a tough game, but I think they'll find a way to win in a bracket. I'm taking Kentucky, but as far as getting on this game, it's just too much for me. I'm passing. Yeah, they almost pissed it away against Tennessee, but they en- ended up uh, get it, getting it done. And that Davidson I mean, Rhode yeah, Island game was a nail biter. How many times was Kentucky up 15 points and blew it? I mean, they exactly. were up like three different yeah. times. That's what scares me about Kentucky. I told Cam earlier, you bet on Kentucky or Davidson, you're going to be sweating it out on either way. It's going to be one (laughs) of those games. Yeah. It's going to be one of those games. What's that? You love who? I do. I love my – this is my team of the the tournament, New Mexico State University. Yay, Aggies! You're calling upset outright against uh, Clemson? Clemson is gutless. And Brad Burnell is – if you could ask me one coach, I want nowhere near this tournament. It's that complete hack. I want nothing to do with Brad Burnell. And his team is gutless. They're without their best player. New Mexico State, to me, Gabe, is a top-five defensive team in this tournament. They are really, really good. They're well-coached. Zach Lofton's come in from Texas Southern. done a great job. They have a kid game named Jamario James. 14 rebounds a game. He's one of the best in the country. They hit the glass hard. They'll keep it in half court. Clemson's going to be shocked. They cover. They win. Give me the Aggies. Aggies. Music's playing. We got to get out of here. Big man, great stuff as always, buddy. Thank you, guys. Check out uh, Big Man on Campus at Jeff Nadu or Big Man on Campus uh, on uh, Twitter. Cicada's peeping. He's lurking. Uh Uh-oh. Game time decisions. Red Heat and Rage Radio. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Game time decisions, Red Heat Rage Radio continues. Excellent stuff with Big Man on campus, as, yeah. as expected, as uh, we talk. I like he like, likes the Aggies, buddy. Go Aggies! Uh, yeah, he's fine, <laughs> too. He's not a big You're Clemson fan. You're making fun of New, my New Mexico. Every time I go to Vegas, I told you, I always meet nice people from New Mexico State. Cam's looking to lay it down on the uh, Aggies. Aggies. The Aggies have been good to me. Are you an Aggie?
That was the time I was at the blackjack table when I, but I was Texas A&M. I sit down at the table. I'm wearing a Texas A&M T-shirt that I bought at Stephen Berry's for like four bucks. Texas Longhorn, 500 pounds. Remember that guy, Marez? You go, you're a, I'm a Longhorn. You're an Aggie. I don't like you. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> and then I saw one guy with Michigan, one dealer's like, hi, I'm from Michigan, you know, and he had like under his dealer shirt, like the Michigan Wolverines, and dude was dressed out in Buckeye gear. He was yelling at that dealer a hell of a lot more. You, people really take it seriously. You'll see all the school dealers. Allegiance. Cam, you're going to see most of the dealers and stuff in some of the casinos. They'll have different, like, school jerseys. Exactly, stuff, right? exactly. Sort of like NFL Sunday. Yep. NFL Sunday to Vegas Casino, like, they have, like, all 32 teams. So, like, one blackjack <laughs> dealer would be Charger jersey, the Raider jersey. And they sort of, if you're a fan of the team, yeah, you're like, you yeah. want to sit down there. Yeah, you're going to go play with the guy in the Bills jersey. Yeah, exactly. Hey, well, what's up? You know, it's got, like, blessing. Hey, what's up, buddy? <laughs> All right, LeBron James, a four-time uh, NBA MVP. Mike Trout is a two-time AL MVP. Well, you're never going to be a, uh, an MVP of a major professional sports uh, nope. league. You can save someone's life and become an MVP by uh, going to DKMS.org, F-N-T-S-Y. That's a DKMS.org. We talk a lot about these guys. They do great uh, work. Uh, you can learn uh, what you can do to help. Six out of every ten patients will not receive a bone marrow a transplant. We want to change that, and it all starts with you. DKMS.org, F-N-T-S-Y. You can register to become a bone marrow donor. It only takes one minute. You can sign up online, DKMS, and they're going to send you a swab kit. That's what I did for, like, my ancestry, and it turns out I'm 0.9% Nigerian. You swab your cheeks, and you send it back to DKMS, and that's it. It's that easy. Please check out DKMS.org, F-N-T-S-Y, and join. There's more than 950,000 others that have signed up to be bone marrow donors. DKMS, great stuff. They sponsored that great college basketball preview that we did yesterday. Great job by the boys uh, in, in uh, Master Control. And what, you were unaware, Cam? I'm uh, so sorry. You read the promo. I'm just like 0. You like how I casually yeah, yeah. I'm 0.9% Nigerian. Sorry. <laughs> I thought we were German. No, yeah, no, I thought we were Scottish. Now we're dancing in the German band. It's yeah, like, I did get, the, lost. Uh, I, get lost, Merker. I did the uh, I did the my ancestry uh, yeah. thing. So you had a little bit of zero point nine percent there, Nigerian. Fantastic. I want to. I know what I want to do. The ancestry thing now. It sounds pretty cool. Fifteen to fifty nine percent Welsh, Scottish, and Irish. Yeah, there you in, uh, The Tony Sincata. Yes. What's up, Tony? You know what? Uh, now, uh, now I'm on the New Mexico Lobos plus the four and a half. I mean, no, I, New Mexico State. The egg, oh, yeah, yeah, state. Tony. The egg. Yes, you got to be careful. You got to be careful. Yeah. When you call, call your bookie there, Tony. That's true because <laughs> you know what? It's like playing Bogdanovich in uh, DFS. You got to yeah, make sure yeah, you yeah. get the right one. Good call. Yeah. Now, what the hell? What's going on, Tony? See, you got a lot of stuff going. Are you, you at a, Are you at a slot machine? Yeah, what's no, going on my, behind you? That was a text. Oh, it's text. A, oh, a text okay, that you. It said you're welcome. Oh, your shrimp tempura was ready, Tony. But uh, well, so the text just says, "What'd you do? You told uh, you told a hooker you're coming over tonight." <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "You're welcome. <laughs> you're welcoming me already." Uh, that's amazing, right? I wish hook. You know, it'd be funny if the hookers went after the restaurant industry and they had punch cards. Like on your sixth visit, you got a free one. <laughs> yeah, like the slice club. Yeah, I think that would be cool. Like I think you know, gotta- whenever they give me those things, everywhere I go. I'm yeah. always like, yeah, whatever, man. I'm not going to come back to this dumb I six never times. meet, yeah. And then, I, and then inevitably I do, and I'm thinking, man, I could have got that free meal like two years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, But I think if it was a prostitution thing, I think we would keep the card. <laughs> or I think it has shop. a little more, yeah, a little more yeah, well, uh, than the Golden shop. Corral buffet. Yeah, for every 100 grams you buy, you get a free quarter or something. That'd be nice. Wow, you'd be uh, stockpile. So, um... <laughs> 
So, Tony, over under on uh, minutes before the New England Patriots side, Jordy Nelson. Oh, you know, I was just looking at that. I was trying to see uh, what, what's going on there. Um, he fits right up their alley. I think that could be a good deal that will work for both of them. Uh, I was looking at a lot of – and Dominic Sue love for the Patriots Nation. Great. Oh, God, they're going to pick never ends. God. Just, uh, <laughs> so let, let, let's, let's go through the sightings. Quick rapid fire uh, your takes on them. Kirk Cousins, three years, $84 million, Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, best quarterback available. Sam Bradford to the Arizona Cardinals. That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. You know, it, uh, <laughs> Ambulance. <laughs> the guy, I mean, when he came back and played in that game uh, after the injury, I felt like I felt bad for him. Like, I felt bad. And you guys were talking about all the money this guy's made in his career. I give him credit for trying to play, but I can't believe someone would pay him $20 million. Well, I'd try to play, too, if I had $180 yeah. million. And, I, and he always seems yeah. to get, get the money. He's got a great agent. He, he said it. Like, this guy agent. is sharp, yeah. man. Uh, his, career, his career earnings... Regardless, uh, I don't know. It's tough because he's he never lives out these contracts with anybody. <laughs> he's made a lot of bread. Yeah, he's he's made a lot of money over <laughs> Just years. tons and tons and tons. He can get some cows in Oklahoma. <laughs> he was getting eighteen million a year from Philadelphia. So look, uh, he gets hurt. And, like, he falls, like, upwards all the time. I know. It's amazing. Yeah, you get like, hurt and you make more instead money. Instead of them saying, listen, we like you and we can't pay you 18 or 20 because you always get hurt, you know, take a chance and, you know, we'll give you 12 or 13. Teams are like, yeah, we like you so much. We're going to give you this and, we're, you know, we're going to give you that. So, in other words, I think long story short with Sam Bradford going to Arizona that uh, Drew Stanton's the quarterback next year <laughs> in Arizona again. That's the long story short. You know what? That, that's actually a good take. I think they're going to be one of the teams interested in taking a quarterback in the draft, we'll see how early they jump in. Where it's Sam Bradford, a one-year contract, you would think automatically that sets up. They're going to try to make a move on draft day. So for fantasy purposes, though, guys, Kirk Cousins you know, doesn't hurt Diggs, no. doesn't hurt Thielen, right? No, nope. it doesn't. You're going to nope. have Dalvin Cook coming back out of the backfield as well. Maybe that cuts into them a little bit. But as a whole, from a fantasy perspective, what's your take, Tony? I think Kirk Cousins gets an upgrade because I think that Minnesota, you get the two reliable uh, wide, wide receivers there. you got a capable tight end in Kyle Rudolph. Not sure on who the uh, pass-catching back is going to be out of the backfield. Jarek McKinnon, of course, is free agent. I'm liking this for Kirk Cousins' situation because I think Stephen Diggs hasn't stayed healthy yet. And if he does stay healthy, we're talking about two top ten fantasy wide receivers on the same team. What about Case Keenum in Denver, Tony? I think uh, I was giving Gabe my opinion. I think he's going to have a, a slight regression. What's your take? I think a slight regression, but not totally because you've got to remember, Demarius Thomas is a guy that was at one time, right, a top 10 wide receiver easily, top five enough, wide receiver. Will this, will this be enough to make Thomas want to stay because he's yeah. got the option to leave and he was basically waiting to see what happened to the quarterback? Yeah. I think it does. I think he. I think he stays, and I think that you know it'd be really interesting to see if uh, unless he gets an offer from one of these big teams. I mean, you see money getting thrown around for Allen Robinson and Sammy Watkins. That's going to make him leave more than anything else. Sammy Watkins goes to the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Ooh. 
Sammy Watkins to the Kansas City Chiefs. A lot of speed there, though, now, that's, right? That's the thing. You got you got Hill. He's a, the fastest guy in the league. Sa- Sammy's actually a good fit for them now. They, they, they can do a lot of things, man. That's very, very why do you, Why do you say he's a good fit? Because here's my perception of Sammy Watkins. And you guys, you're a Buffalo Bills fan, so you know you've seen him play. I've never seen him run a pass route in my life. I see him go straight down the field, and that's all he does. There's a lot of people that think that he could be an unbelievable slot wide receiver, much to their um, Javis Landry school, but he hasn't played that position. So all of a sudden, Kansas City's got a rookie quarterback and two guys that run straight down the field. I think it's a disaster. You know, Sammy Watkins not being used in the slot is it's stupid. Is one of the biggest mysteries to me. It's like yeah. the popularity of that Jake Paul guy on YouTube or whatever the hell his name is. Um, and what I don't understand, Tony, and I've, I've talked about this immensely over the years, the Buffalo Bills, as you stated, they turned him into a down-the-field vertical yeah. threat. He didn't do that. He didn't do that. You know who did that at Clemson? DeAndre Hopkins. Yep. Yeah. Sammy Watkins was a slot receiver in college. His go-to bread and butter was a bubble screen. He's a basically yards after the catch guy, bubble screen, quick hitch. He's not a big, tall guy. So nope. you have him running down the field trying to play jump ball with these big DBs. And, yeah, he's fast, so he's going to get open sometimes. That's not his game. I've never understood. I swear to God, I've seen him in, in three years he would, with, with the Buffalo Bills. I think they ran one reverse with him. They did it once, and it picked up like 13 yards, and it never did it again. They never set up a wildcat. They never gave him a pitch in the backfield. They never did a bubble screen. They never did a quick hit. It was always you run fast, run down yeah. the field. And as you stated, he's not Willie Gott, Willie Galt, dude. You know what I mean? We're not talking about, you know, it's, it's it was the stupidest misuse of this guy. And I think Kansas City will understand yes. that. They don't really have that deep down the field game. I really hope they're not thinking, oh, yeah, we're going to send him deep. He, no, that's, that's what Tyreek Hill does. He's yeah. the burner that can go down there, and Sammy could come inside and but make they, some plays. They have Mahomes, so who knows yeah. if Mahomes is going to be able to get him the, the football. That's one problem. And secondly, in that Kansas City offense, right, we've seen the tight end. We've seen Tyreek Hill. We saw Jerry Mackman a little. But we've never seen him use a slot wide receiver. So this is going to be something new if they go this route. And then Watkins, right, goes to the Rams. The Rams trade for this guy, bring him in, and then they draft a slot wide receiver. So I don't know what the hell is going on with this kid. And you know what's crazy? Sammy Watkins is a star in Buffalo. Robert Woods is sort of the possession guy. Exactly. They yeah. both go to the same team in the Rams, and Robert Woods becomes the star. Yeah. Very, very strange. Very strange. I love what the Rams have done on the defensive side of the football. Me too. So offensively, they lose they lose Watkins right now, Tony. I imagine the Rams will probably draft a wide receiver right now. Yeah. So you've got, you know, because honestly, I almost feel like Robert Woods is overachieving a little bit. So, I mean, they're an elite football team. They raised the Cooper, level of their Cooper, defense. Cooper Cup's good. Yeah, but is that enough, Cam? No, they need, another, they, they, they need another receiver. Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. It's not enough. If you're ranking wide receiver no. pairings, Tony, that's not no. elite. You know what I'm saying? No, especially with Cup playing out of the slot. It's sort of like a, you know, the slot. You still need another wide receiver on the other side to go down. But I'm going to tell you about Robert Woods. Robert Woods was a kid that shocked me because he, he was playing really well. Then he got injured, and I said, oh, that's the end of Robert Woods. We'll never hear about this guy again. And then he came back, and he played well again, and they went to him again. I just wonder if this is a kid with more talent than we, we give him credit for. 
I, I, I've always liked I think Robert Woods yeah. is pretty good. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm with you guys. I think Kansas City is going to figure it out, though. I really think Sammy Watkins needed a change of scenery. It didn't feel like he was a right fit, fit with the Rams. He should have went to Houston. He should have went with DeAndre Hopkins. They Clemson, play Clemson. Clemson. Yeah, they Clemson. have Will Fuller on one side, DeAndre Hopkins on the other. You bring Watkins out of the slot. Oh, it my doesn't, God. doesn't mean Houston wanted Watkins because yeah. Watkins did want to go to Houston. Yeah. Um, Malcolm Butler. Malcolm Butler is... Uh, this is the funniest story ever. He's uh, leaving five-year, $61 million deal. Butler's, of course, he's the dude that had the interception. Um, yep. And, yeah. and the Super Bowl years ago. And yeah. it was benched. And then uh, was always in the doghouse, sort of in and out. There was always rumors of, you know, look, they traded for Gilmore. There was always that, that Sherman thing. And then, of course, in the Super Bowl, he was benched. So Butler's now a Tennessee Titan. Not a bad, yeah. uh, not a bad backfield uh, right now uh, with, uh, with Logan Ryan back there. But here's the crazy thing, right? The Titans coach is Mike Vable, right? So that's a former Belichick guy. The other team uh, that was involved there was the, uh, the Detroit Lions. Matt Patricia, he was the defensive coordinator when they benched this guy during the Super Bowl. So yeah, basically, yeah. yeah, basically they both said, hey, this guy can play in F Belichick uh, in, his, in his ways here. This is interesting. That didn't get Eric Mangini far in the league. <laughs> well, Malcolm Butler didn't snitch, right? That's, that's the difference. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter what business it is. No one no, likes no to snitch. One, snitches get stitches. <laughs> yeah, no, no one likes to snitch. Uh, Jimmy Graham. How much uh, football great. does Jimmy Graham oh, have? Zero. What, what well, yeah, you're not, so you're not buying into this? Like, oh, he's going to no. light it up with, with Aaron Rodgers? First of all, Green Bay's never feeds to the tight end until they get around the goal line, right? They've always been a wide receiver offense. Uh, they'll throw a lot of backs. The, the tight end hasn't been there, and they've had quality tight ends there. So I don't see it. I think Jimmy Graham's done, and I'm surprised by this signing as well. Interesting. I, I I don't know what the hell Seattle's doing. They're getting rid of all. Anyway, Tony, they're getting rid of all their players. What have they done to stock up? They've done nothing. Like I I don't understand what these guys are doing. They're still a good football team. They're losing everybody. It's nuts. A- Amendola. So uh, they the the Dolphins lose Jarvis Landry. They bring in Danny Amendola. I I would expect that uh, Jordy Nelson will be brought in to replace Amendola uh, uh, in New England. But well, what's your take on uh, Amendola? Uh, with Amendola. the Miami Dolphins, I so guess Amid- hypothetically with Tannehill, a quarterback. Yeah, so Amendola, is the, this is the funniest thing ever. He took a pay cut the last two seasons to stay with New England, and it got to a point where he realizes, you know what, it's the end of career, i got to cash in. He'll be on the IR about week three, and um, <laughs> the Dolphins would have paid him. And uh, he'll still be remembered as a Patriot. Uh, he'll come, be able to come back. He'll get a couple hundred thousand dollars to make a couple appearances and shake uh, people's hands in the Blackhawks. And the Dolphins just paid his retirement. I mean, that's all it is. He's not going to do anything in that office. Why would they bring him in? Well, like, I wonder what the expectations are. He's of 32. He's yeah, 32. he's 32. He hasn't been able to stay on the field. And they got some decent wideouts there, Dude. even with the loss of Travis Landry. Like, it makes no sense. They don't know what the hell they're doing. They really the don't. Dolphins are a train wreck. No, they really don't. Like, they, got great idea training J.H.I.E. I know. <laughs> so, like, think about this, guys. The Dolphins have essentially gotten rid of their two best players, Tony, in the last six months. J.H.I.E. and Jarvis Landry. Well, here, I can take it one step further there. 
Kenyon Drake played well, even though he right when he played really well. Yet all they talk about is bringing in another running back. I'm like, what the hell was wrong with this kid? I mean, he put up 150 yards a game, and you want to go and get yeah. another running back? Like it makes no sense. Devontae Parker now has the pressure on him to be a top five underachiever, underachiever. But I like the guy on the other side, Kenny Stills, right? And so they bring Danny Amendola, who'll be the third wide receiver. He'll play out of the slot, and he'll do well there. But this offense is is. Uh, it's going to be a They're not shape. scaring anybody. I don't this trust coach. them to make the right decision. Adam Gase, he's an egomaniac. He reminds oh. me, he's like a little Josh McDaniels. He thinks he's hot shit when he's really just, you know. <laughs> it's like, dude, you make a lot of. And I, it wouldn't shock me if they drafted like Baker Mayfield. It did something stupid, actually. All right, music's playing. Music's playing. Talk some DFS. A lot of stuff in on the other side. Cam's got some golf for us because we're not going to be here tomorrow at 6, Tony. I've got it too, and I'm gonna winners, man. I got winners coming out of my course, anus. Of course you do. You got You can't not coming wake up anus. early. You can't. You can't go to sleep. Can't go to sleep to beat Cicada. <laughs> I don't want to hear about your anus.